Ma'am, I didn't even know that they offered music. I just thought you listened to whatever was on there like I have to. It's hold music. Listen yeah. to your own music. Try that. Well, I don't want to listen to that. Then you know what? <laughs> Take the phone away from your fucking head while you're waiting. <laughs> or hit the option that says, I don't want to listen to this. You know, that's... Or just don't call. They, we, the internet exists. Yeah. It does. And I wish it didn't. I wish they had, like, <laughs> the, a number for, like, bullshit calls and then a number for real calls. Like, if you really have a problem, then press 1. You know, That's like, the problem. They don't know. Which, by the way, <laughs> I always thought every single, like, everything that has hold music should always just have to either play a musical, like an instrumental version, or just the actual version of Wilson Phillips' Hold On For One More Day. I just think that's what you play every single time. <laughs> I got I just told somebody I was like you're glad I don't pick out the music. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome out to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 27. I am your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Our opening question for tonight is, uh, with, uh, with the holiday that's coming up, it's pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Fireworks or firecrackers? Cyrus Martin. Hmm, 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 hmm. This is interesting. What you're talking about, at least the way I perceive this to be, is the difference between quantity and quality. Because... Yes. Right, because fireworks you get a whole bunch, and uh, fireworks you get only a few. Um, I gotta go with the firecrackers because I've actually seen pretty colored lights enough. I'm okay with it. I don't need to see it again. It's fine. But I always love to blow shit up. So. And there you go. Yeah. Jay, I have a feeling I already know where you're gonna come down on this, but uh, humor me. Where, where where do you fall on this? Fireworks or firecrackers? Neither. Neither. I've never been a fan of firecrackers or fireworks. Any particular reason? What are you, a liberal? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think for myself. uh, No, um, I just have not been entertained with fireworks, you know, Fourth of July displays since I was a tiny child. I mean, it's not changed from the time I was five to the time I'm 35, and it's just, I could do without. Okay. Yeah, definitely not what I thought you were going to say. So, uh, Chris, where do you come down on this? Firecrackers or fireworks? Um, Firecrackers, because I like sparklers. Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Sparklers? What? sparklers. What, are, what group are they in? Is that a... Mm. I, I, I don't know, but they're handheld. That's kind of a separate thing, isn't it? Like almost, see, I would almost put them in the in the realm of fireworks. Okay, I was specifically was thinking about this to be fireworks, be more like bottle rockets, the things that like you know shoot up in the air, explode, that type of thing. Oh. Um, but firecrackers, I was thinking more like the black cats, like the the thing, like Sai said, the things you you know light, put in something else, and blow shit up. <laughs> Why do they have to be black? Really? <laughs> so, okay, so, you know what? Uh, kind of a, there's, there's, like, actually, there's if you think about it, there's, like, a whole group of, of uh, 
I don't know what you call them, incendiary devices that they don't explode and they don't shoot stuff off. They just kind of do some amusing thing like uh, sparklers or those little snakes. Yeah, snakes. Uh, you know. Um, then we will classify those as fireworks since it's a different type of work than necessarily cracking. Okay, well that. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. <laughs> had, to change, had to change the definition here on the fly. Ray, uh, firecrackers, fireworks. Uh, I've I've always enjoyed fireworks. Uh, I love the the explosions in the air and my my ones that I like the best are the ones that you you hear them shoot off into the sky and then all of a sudden they explode and you know big huge sparklers and yeah. Right. Oh, you know what's fun though is the videos on YouTube where the people shoot them at each other or blow up their neighborhoods. Yeah, that one's kind of funny too. The Roman candles. Uh, Fights, those those are funny to watch, but then somebody always gets hurt. And no, I'm talking about the ones where they 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 uh they unleash those big fuckers in in the neighborhoods, and uh, they got explosions and shit going off, and people's car alarms blaring and stuff. Those are hilarious to watch. Uh, and, yeah. and that's what it's really called, those big fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you know the little stand. You're like, uh, I need a uh, 500 firecrackers, a couple bottle rockers, and one of those big fuckers. <laughs> um. As a kid, I definitely was more on the firecracker side because, you know, as a kid, you like to blow shit up. Um, we used to take, uh, like, a you take, like, a two-liter bottle, and you light a black cat and drop it in there, and you hold the bottle, and, like, it would explode out. It was kind of cool. Um, but, at, you know, as, as I get older, uh, I definitely prefer fireworks, specifically for the fact that from where I live, I can literally, like, Take a, a, a folding chair, go sit out on the end of my driveway, and see the uh, big fireworks display uh, display at Fort Hood. Um, so I don't even have to go anywhere to watch uh, watch fireworks. I definitely do not like the whole neighborhood fireworks thing because it always seems like people are like, "All right, okay, it's cool. You bought some fireworks. It's fine." All right, it's 11 o'clock, it's time you know, to rope it in, and then they just keep fucking going, and it's like, really, people? I'm calling the police now. <laughs> I've got kids, they're trying to sleep. Fuck you. Damn. So, sorry, I am, yes, I am that neighbor, so. You're an asshole. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I guess tell mine to go fucking shove it up their ass and fuck off, and I'm trying to sleep. Damn, well, you dude. could do that, too. I'm, I'm just more, like, I'm not I'm even going to bother looking. I'm just going to call the police and be like, look, the biggest problem was before they, uh, before more of the, uh, uh, this area here was developed, there was the, there were these people that lived like right across from where my subdivision was. And at least three years in a row, they had fireworks and started a pretty massive fire out in the field. Now that there's more development around, of course, there's no way they could get along, you know, away with that because if they ended up burning down a business or something, they'd pretty much be sued into oblivion. But, um, yeah, like during that time period, it was just like, well, I guess the neighbors are gonna, you know, fucking, you know, set the neighborhood on fire again. Let's 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 go ahead and set the sprinkler system up. So, so, but uh, anyway, speaking of fireworks and firecrackers, uh, like I said, the impending holiday, at least impending here in the states, um, is the Fourth of July. Um, as we speak, yesterday was actually Canada Day. Uh, which, which, by the way, Happy Canada Day. Um, Thank you. So um, that got me to thinking about uh, patriotic scenes and movies, TV shows. I, I mainly said movies, but if you can think of something from a TV show or whatever, that works as well. So there have been some scenes in some different movies that uh, you know just kind of get your blood pumping. You watch them, and you just you may not normally be that patriotic normally, but these these are those scenes that you're just like you know 
America, fuck yeah, or you know, Canada, fuck yeah, and you just, you know, it, it gets you going. So we were gonna we were gonna talk about some of our favorite patriotic scenes in movies. Uh, what do you want like to go first? Hey, I'll, I'll start off. All right, Ray, what you got for us? All right, so <clears throat> here's the problem with being Canadian and being patriotic. Uh, we're not good at it. <laughs> So that's why I thought I'd start off, because it's kind of a, you know, a letdown, and then everybody else can build it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're not very loud about our patriotism. <laughs> okay. So I thought I'd go with the most patriotic scene that I could think of in a somewhat popular movie. Okay. And so by somewhat popular, I mean the love guru. And uh, the scene is when the Leafs finally win the cup. <laughs> and and you and you've got you've got you know uh, Mike uh, Myers and uh, who's the uh, well no who's the no. Canadian anyway there's another Canadian there and they're both uh, hugging each other and and it's all out all these people are celebrating that the Leafs finally won the cup and and that to me is is very much Canada and and you know pretty much any hockey city. Uh, in, in Canada would be reacting that way if uh, if their team won the cup. So that, to me, definitely is a Canadian scene. Okay. Yeah, I have to say, I was going to try to find... I was like, okay, what Canadian scene do I know of in a movie? And I couldn't think of any right offhand, so I started looking up... And the problem is, I was trying to search it. I guess the search term I was using, it kept bringing up Canadian movies, specifically yes. either about Canada or that were filmed there. And I'm like, no, that's not what I want. I want, yeah. So I had a hard time trying to find something. We have the same issue, but in the reason is is that we are not that we're not, way. No. <laughs> okay, good. It's not just me. I was trying to I was trying to impress my Canadian friends. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have at least one Canadian thing on there, and it'll be awesome. And I couldn't. Anything. Good try, though. Thank you for trying. That's very nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Chris, do you want to go next, or? Sure. Okay. Uh, a lot along the lines of not being able to find any patriotic scenes in movies because they just they they don't exist. Uh, I went for TV shows, and it, there isn't any particular scene I like. I just really think shows are very Canadian. Okay. And are very much represent our humor. Okay. Um, so the first one is, uh, it's a, most of these are political now that I'm looking at these. Uh, his name is Rick Mercer. And he is a guy from uh, Newfoundland, and he does this, ooh, these little five-minute sort of rants a little bit. He walks up and down an alley in Toronto and just sort of, it just, it's a one-shot, just kind of says these really awesome things about Canadian politics that he's sort of like, what was it, like Stephen Colbert almost, but Canadian? Okay. Yeah, I would yeah. say a Canadian Stephen Colbert mixed with... Uh, um, John Oliver? John Oliver, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he's like that, but I, I love his accent because it's just... It's Very Canadian. So, so newfie. <laughs> yeah, but that's Rick Mercer. Okay, cool. I'll have to check that out because I love yeah. Colbert and, and, yeah. Yeah, um, Rick Mercer the Canadian version, Rick I Mercer. think. Yeah, so I would, I'd put him up there. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, Cy, what is a uh, very patriotic scene that you love from a movie? Well, I figure I'd start off with something that pays homage to Canada and the United States. Okay. And that would be South Park the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody was going to do that. <laughs> Blame Canada. 
this is a good example of why what is so great about our countries uh, because we can make the most uh, you know uh, obscene movie possible and it totally makes fun of both of our countries and nobody yeah. gets killed nobody bombs anybody nobody cuts anybody's head off we just have fun and make fun of each other and it's it's part of what it means to be free which means you're also tolerant and uh, I think that's patriotism you know so that's actually a pretty good pool I like that yeah, I, I like that pick bud nicely done All right. good job sir <laughs> Jay uh, what's a patriotic scene from a movie that you enjoy uh, okay. The end of Beer Fest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whenever they're up there and they're all drinking their DOS boots or big pitchers of beer and they beat the Germans. <laughs> and even all the people from all the different nations start chatting USA. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's, got, it's got America, it's got beer. Hey, it's That's- great. That yeah, that's pretty American right and, there. And at the beginning of the big part of the contest, even the Canadians step up and you know kind of vouch for the Americans to let them try to enter the contest. <laughs> that was so. nice of us. Yeah, it was. <laughs> How uncharacteristic of the Canadians! Oh, oh lord. No. Well, they didn't say they were sorry, so that was kind of weird. Oh. Ooh, shots fired. They were um, my number one, and honestly, I'm really surprised no one picked it, um, because it's pretty much the number one thing on every single list I've ever seen. Uh, like, I pulled up multiple lists, and it's always number one on there, and so I'm just going to break it out. It is the president's speech uh, in uh, Independence Day. Um, that scene, granted, he is speaking as, you know, uh, you know the, the, the last of the uh, human fighters for pretty much the entire world at that point. And, you know, he says it's not just an American holiday, you know, everyone now celebrates this is our Independence Day. And it's just, it's one of those things that you're just like, fuck yeah, and just, you know, which, by the way, one of the biggest problems that I, I have when talking with people about that movie, yes, I know that movie is super cheesy and and everything else, but I freaking love it. I loved Independence Day. I still love Independence Day. Uh, there wasn't enough background story. I didn't, uh, I didn't, uh, really, really, oh, really. <laughs> um, the thing that gets me is all these people are like, I, it's still unreal. Number one, they, when they say it's unrealistic, I'm like, okay, so it was unrealistic. I told anything, whatever. Um, but they're like, yeah, there's no way they would have let the president fly a jet fighter. I'm like, so if you do realize that if if their um, attack didn't succeed, uh, he wasn't going to be the president of anything. Yeah, like exactly. that was pretty much our last Hail Mary shot to get this done. So yeah, every time someone brings that out, I'm just I like kind of immediately tune out. I'm like, all right, I can't talk to you. Too. You're an idiot. So, but yeah, that president speech and Independence Day, I just gets me pumped every single time. Freaking love that. Uh, all right, Ray, what's next on your list? Well, I was just gonna say the the nice thing about that one is that it's not even an American speech. He is speaking to the whole world. So uh, that's what I like about that one is is it's the Earth's Independence Day. It's not yeah. just but he, but he was speaking in English. Stop it. <laughs> I'm channeling Laney right now. Stop it. <laughs> All right. So, oh wait. If I was channeling, channeling Laney, I would say. But what about the women? Oh God, really? <laughs> you know she's gonna listen to this, right? <laughs> she will actually listen. Can't <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> All right, Ray. What you got? 
My my second one is uh, a documentary. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael Moore, Thicko. Uh-oh. Uh There's a scene where he goes into a Canadian... Um, well, there's actually... I, I'm going to do... This is a two-parter. This, the first one is mm-hmm. Sicko, and he goes and he goes into a waiting room for... Um, in Ontario, in an emergency and, room, an emergency room, yeah. and and he only has to wait a few minutes, and well, you know, maybe an hour, and then next thing you know, he's in seeing the doctor, and he asks somebody how long they've been waiting, and oh, about thirty minutes, and you know, just really short times and stuff like that, just showing the medical care, and then the other one of of his is uh, is it Bowling for Columbine? No, Fahrenheit nine eleven, Fahrenheit nine eleven, where he w- goes into Windsor, Ontario. And he starts opening up people's doors. Yeah, because we don't lock our doors. <laughs> we don't lock our doors. And so he just walks up to this random person's house, and he opens the door, and the guy comes, oh, hey, man, can I can I help you? Like, <laughs> well, is there something going on? And Michael Moore's like, no, 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 I was just uh, seeing the, the few doors open. And he's like, oh, okay, well, do you want a beer? <laughs> it was very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. that was my favorite scene in that whole movie. Oh, yeah. He's just randomly in some Canadian yeah. suburb and just, you know, starts trying doors, see if they're locked. And no, they're open. all open. <laughs> when I, I find Lainey again, she's like, why don't I live in Canada? What, yeah. I find, what I find fascinating here is that you have referenced two Michael Moore movies and you have no, none of the, uh, there's a, how do I say this? Uh, at least down where I am from. That Michael Moore is like Satan. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. like, like if you reference Michael Moore, it's like quoting the head of the uh, Nation of Islam. <laughs> oh, really? He is viewed with like absolute Same. disdain. Like, wow. oh I pers- I personally enjoyed Fahrenheit 9/11. Uh, I thought it was a really well-made movie. But even, I mean, it's hard to get around this sentiment that we have in the South, I don't know if it's the South, but at least that's the way I perceive it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, I'm yeah. Sure pretty much the entire U.S., but maybe it is just the South. I, I, don't, I really I don't, don't know. Northerns about it. Yeah. To hear the way you talk about Michael Moore is really fascinating to me because you were like just talking about it like it was any other movie director. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> well, tell you what, when we're off air, we'll tell you how we feel about Michael Moore then. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. It's just, it caught me as uh, surreal. Uh, okay. That's cool. You know. cool. No, that is, that is cool. I definitely want to talk about that. That's awesome. So, um, cool. All right, Chris, what's next up on your list? Um, okay, so we have, there, well, Warren's show isn't on anymore. Uh, we had two political sketch comedy shows here in Canada, like uh, kind of like the Jon Stewart show almost. Mm-hmm. Um, one was called Air Farce. It's not on anymore, but the other one is called This Hour Has 22 Minutes, and they're hilarious. They poke fun at all the politicians, and it's they're just funny. There's this one segment, and it's it has nothing to do with politics, but I think it's hilarious. It's called Angry Yoga. You can look it up on YouTube, and it's just Angry <laughs> it's yoga. making fun of yogis and just how... Yeah, that, that's what me. That's what that's what me and the ex used to call, you know, uh, doing. The really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. We're gonna do some angry yoga. <laughs> you know. Angry yoga and scream it out. Um, it, but I like those shows because they're. I mean, it's more of the Canadian humor. We have kind of a mix between like British and American humor. Mm-hmm. 
we're self depreciating, but we enjoy somebody getting kicked in the crotch. Like it's oh, who does? <laughs> That's the other thing we used to call it. Really? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, sorry. What's next up on your list? All right, <laughs> my uh, my uh, next. Um, a uh, movie that I think inspires patriotism is *Inglorious Bastards*. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> in particular, the scene where the bear Jew hauls off on the fucking Nazi with the baseball bat—that was immensely satisfying. And uh, the second time I watched the movie, I enjoyed that scene much more. Um, but yeah, the whole movie is like a love letter of fantasy. Uh. That we, you know, you kind of have, you know, growing up, like, what you would do to the Nazis, you know. So, uh, it, it always makes you feel better as an American because of what, how World War Two, you know, how we, we came in and kicked their fucking asses. And, uh, you know, it, there's more to it, obviously, than that, but obviously, you know. Yeah, there is. <laughs> but as an, Amer- <laughs> as an American... That's one of the things that we always point to as a, a sense of pride is that we were able to, you know, step in there and, uh, you know, beat those fuckers. So, <laughs> good enough. Uh, Jay, what's next up on your list? Uh, fuck. Rocky Four. Ooh, good uh, one. Okay, which particular part? Because I had rock, I've got a particular part from that movie as my number three. But which well, it part? sure as hell ain't when Apollo gets killed. No, no it's not that. That's no, a, it's it's yeah. whenever Rocky beats his ass at the end. I like what his and then he gives speech. his little speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. If eyes can change, and you can. No, he says use, uh, use. If use can change. But whenever he's out there in the, whenever he's out there uh, training and all that shit in the fucking Russian winter and just, oh yeah, you know, showing that he's a badass, you know, big American badass there. <laughs> and and who there was music? Uh, what was that music? The uh, background music that was playing. Oh, it's just called the training montage, and it's one of the best musics ever. Like I fucking own it. It's awesome. Dude, and that was back when that chick was hot, the big tall Russian chick. Uh, President Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, that was back before things didn't took a nosedive there. You know, uh, she used to be really hot. Well, I'll go ahead. And, I, I'm just gonna say it, my number three um, was uh, was, but I specifically had uh, now the whole movie. Like you're you're right, pretty much the whole movie, um, <laughs> except for the part with Apollo Creed. But the part where Creed's intro. How could that? You can't get more American than that, dude. Like fucking coming out to living in America. That That's true. That's badass. True. And he's he's wearing the red, white, and blue with a big. Yes, top that was badass. <laughs> um, yeah, that I get you pumped. All right, so my next, my actual number uh, two pick is um, the opening scene from GI Joe the movie. Yeah, good one. The animated movie. If they just remade that live action and called it a day, I'd be done. I'd be like, all right, fuck yeah, let's let's go kick some ass. Doesn't matter whose ass we're kicking, we just got to kick some ass. I fucking love that. The music is awesome. You know, uh, Cobra comes in. You know, I, I don't know why they're trying to take over the Statue of Liberty. Of course, you really can't understand what Cobra's thinking half the damn time anyway. And then G.I. just shows up and kicks their ass in the most patriotic way, and it's just fucking awesome. Like, I love that scene. 
the rest of the movie is 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 good. Um, but that scene is just and it, that's the funny part is it doesn't tie into the rest of the movie. It's like I just <laughs> love that damn scene. It's so hype. I love um, it too because it was so like patriotic, like and it was so like. Fuck you! This is America. GI Joe, they're Americans. This is before they like tried to say instead of real American heroes, they tried to change them to like real world heroes or some bullshit, and like you know take American flag out of it instead of having the red, white, and blue on by, you know by the GI Joe insignia. They like made it just like whatever, and I was like, I couldn't believe when they tried to do that to GI Joe. I was like, really? It's GI Joe. I don't. Because I mean, that, I understand that they were, you know, trying to play to being to more nationalities. But that was the thing about GI Joe is there was someone of every fucking nationality on the team. You know what I'm saying? Or like uh, Superman Returns when he's like, when they say truth, justice, and all that other stuff or whatever, and they couldn't say the American way. You know, it's like, why are we not allowed to do that? I mean, I understand we're old, we're getting older, and our time is pretty much over, you know, the new, the modern era is not our time, but still, that's fucking bullshit. Get off my lawn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I understand, dude. I understand. It's, uh, there, there are some things I understand that, you know, can definitely be perceived as, as, um, too, I don't know, too nationalistic or, or, or whatever it might be. And, you know, and I understand trying to have a broader appeal base, but, I mean, yeah, at, at some point oh, it's just like... You too know, nationalistic, like perhaps what England just did to themselves? Fucking idiots. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get into, uh, into that rabbit hole, uh, <laughs> Ray, what's next on your list? All right, so I'm going to go with Canadian Bacon. Okay. Hey, I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I was going to go with the scene where they're singing Oh Canada and, you know, John Candy is, hey, come on, just drop the puck already. Stop singing this fucking song. And, you know, he's going on. Uh, but I'm going to go with the pullover scene instead. So an Ontario provincial police officer pulls over the group from America uh, and uh, on the side of the truck is written... Canucks are dog meat. Canada sucks. <laughs> like just all this shit about Canadians being absolute garbage. And uh, the officer says, uh, "You know, do, do you see anything wrong with this?" And the guy says, "Oh, do I not have winter tires on?" And he's like, "No, no. What else?" And he can't really think of anything. And he said, "Well, what about this writing?" He said, "Oh, geez, how did that get there? Oh, I, I'm so sorry. Those damn kids." And the guy, uh, the cop says, well, yeah, but unfortunately you're in Ontario and we are uh, two languages and it's our law that you have to have it in both English and French. <laughs> <laughs> so he makes him spray paint it in French as well and uh, he finds him $1,000 Canadian or $10 American. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, yeah, that, that's my uh, third pick. This that's is us being patriotic, by the way. This is, <laughs> this us, is, being, patriotic, this yes. is us being patriotic. <laughs> hey, you know what? You, be patriotic <laughs> however you are. Like, you know, just own it's it. It's so different from other countries, too. Like, oh, even yeah. other countries. It's, we're, yeah, we're kind of very quiet about it, aren't we? we? Yeah, but you know what? That may also be why everyone likes you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe. Americans, not so much. <laughs> no, you're not quiet about it. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> All right, Chris, what's next on your list? Um, so you guys know the show. This is a really great. This is a very Canadian show. It's called Red Green. Yeah. And it's an amazing show. And I love everything about it. It's so Canadian. Like, it's a, every Canadian stereotype, like, lumped into a show. If she doesn't find you handsome. At least she finds you handy. Um, but I, I, I just love that show. And I think it's very Canadian. I'm going, I'm going to admit something here. I've never seen it. What? Larry. I've never seen Red Green. And I hear so many good things about it. It used, it. To, it never used to come on PBS, man. I know. It still does. Oh, it still does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm looking. I looked it up and uh, Red Green Show, PBS.org/slash/RedGreen. Yep. We, I think it. we, I think we used to broadcast it. You're, yeah, you're, you're a worthless human. Thank you. I'm <laughs> piece, of, piece of shit. You, I don't know. I don't even know who you are. Like, like watch Adventures with Bill. Yes. When you watch Red yes. Green, watch Adventures with Bill. It's so yes. hilarious. Okay. Yeah. The Red, the red Green. The Red Green Show is fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. It's been on forever too. Yeah, it yeah. has. I, I'm, I'm looking here. Uh, yeah, I've mean, never seen. How could you? I don't know. I don't know. 1991 to 2006. That's a long span for Dude. a show I've never seen. Wow. <laughs> I'm actually looking. I'm actually pulling up Amazon right now. To, I mean, not Amazon. Uh, I'm pulling up Netflix right now to see if it's on there so that I can check it out sometime. <laughs> So. It probably is allowed in the States, but not here in Canada. Yeah, on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cyrus, what you got for us? What's your next pick? Okay, my next one diverges away from war. Because uh, it's it's easy to find patriotic war movies, I think. But um, this is actually going to go to an area that I don't know a lot about. But I want to the more I see movies like this. Uh, Field of Dreams. Um, Field of Dreams is a baseball movie. And, you know, baseball's a big American thing, obviously. And there's so many moments in that movie, particularly the moment where James Earl Jones starts talking about baseball, mm-hmm. what it means and the history of baseball and all this kind of stuff, and how important that sport is and it, it, it just makes you feel like, yeah, that's, you know, American, and we did this, and it means something, and it's, it's you know, I always wanted to play baseball with my dad. Of course, that didn't happen, but it makes you think, it makes you value that. And say, you see something valuable that we did that wasn't blowing shit up. And uh, I think that's, that's, a, that's a, a real uh, symbol of patriotism. Mm-hmm. It should be. I agree. No, that is an awesome. Number one, James Earl Jones' voice is just phenomenal. But yeah, him standing there, or him sitting there and just talking about it, just that was an epic speech he gave about it, about how it's just Ameri- You know, it's just good. It's just, it's decent. It's yeah. It's that was a good scene. I, I, that was a. Of course, I love that movie anyway. But so that was a good movie. Jay, what you got next on your list? All right, my next movie is Team America World Police. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Damon! (laughs) But, you know, other than when the puppets are fucking, um, 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just when they killed Jim Kong, Kim Jong-il at the end of it. Yeah. You know, that just just a great American movie. Brings you know, a, lot of, a lot of pride. I'm going to admit something else. <laughs> I have not seen that either. Well, you really are a piece of shit. I know. Apparently so. I... I, I I mean, you know, it. I enjoy their work, and when it came out, I just never saw it, and then I've just never gone back to watch it, even though, you know, I've heard really funny things about it. And what, it's I, what have you watched? Because it seems like really, <laughs> really, it seems like it might be easier to ask that question. Really, <laughs> I've said two things, motherfucker. You're the one that just now got around really? to seeing Batman really? versus Superman. Oh, 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 I was yeah, deliberately yeah. waiting because I wanted to see. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Okay, got it. How, how was Game of Thrones? My oh, apologies. How was Game of Thrones, Eugene? I don't know. When's the last time you watched? Fantastic. I still, two I, years ago. Wow. I still haven't I'm watched two seasons. Yet. Don't don't try to take this bullet from me, Jay. He's he's coming after me. It's gonna be all right. Um, he's just being patriotic. Um, my next one on my list was the, uh, the opening the opening scene from Top Gun. Oh, very nice. I thought you were gonna say the volleyball scene. <laughs> <laughs> you're dangerous, Eugene. You're dangerous. And he plays with the boys. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you've never watched that show, uh, Cougar Town, they like recreate the volleyball scene and you know and are specifically making it out to be as homoerotic really as it is and it's just it's hilarious to watch them do it and to go back and watch the movie and go wow this this really is kind of bad <laughs> but uh yeah the opening scene for Top Gun was just like you know a love letter to American you know firepower um especially in the sky so um I like that movie I cannot I cannot watch Top Gun anymore, though, because of my brother. My brother has killed that movie for me because he has watched it so many times. That movie and Backdraft. Backdraft is a great movie, but I can't watch it anymore because I've seen it too many times. That sucks. That's a great movie. Yeah, but like when you're in college and it's like, hey, do you want to put something on? Let's put on Backdraft. All right, no more Backdraft. What do you want? Let's watch Top Gun. No. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Days of Thunder. Yeah. I've that, never liked Top Gun. Maybe that's why I never saw freaking you know Red Green or or uh, Team America because the only thing that was ever on in our apartment was either fucking Top Gun or Backdraft. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So uh, uh, moving on. Uh, Ray, do you have another one on your list or? Yeah. Um, okay. So there's a, a very very Canadian movie called Good Cop Bon Cop. Okay. Uh, I have. I saw it come up on a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh, so the premise is that, um, and it's the opening, or it's this one, one of the opening scenes that I, I picked as a kind of a patriotic one for us. Um, so this guy dies, uh, and it's a murder, uh, investigation, but the guy dies on the sign of Ontario going into Quebec. Oh, right. I remember that part. And so the, the police officers uh, are fighting over who's going to take the scene. And so it's this Ontario cop from the, on the Ontario side and the English-speaking side, and then this uh, Quebec cop on the, on the French-speaking side, and they're just going at each other of who's actually going to take it. And <laughs> it it's pretty good. The, the bantering and all that yeah. stuff is pretty good. So that's, uh, that, that pick is... Uh, that's pretty good. One. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I was looking up, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, trying trying to trying to th- throw something on my list that was Canadian as well, and I saw that come up, and I was like, okay. I, the way it explained it, though, I was like, I don't really. But then again, I, apparently, I don't. I didn't really understand until y'all started talking about what y'all considered patriotic, because I'm like, yeah, yeah. So okay, gotcha. So, I mean, the, the nice thing about that movie is that it's it's the only one that they that they've made where it is completely bilingual where people move into French or English as they as they go and uh, it, it's really well done. Very cool. Von Cobb back up. Okay. Uh, Chris, what's next on your list? Okay, I only got one more left. Um, so for me, uh, Mystery Alaska is very patriotic for me mainly because it reminds me a lot of <laughs> of growing up in northern Ontario. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, because it was really cold there, um, so the, it's just and yeah, just because it's really fucking cold in northern Ontario, and it's the entire movie of Mystery Alaska is just shot in the winter and it's freezing there. It just reminded me of growing up and having to wear a snowsuit at Halloween because it was snowing and not going to school because it was minus forty below and not being aware of how cold it yeah. gets and. Well, that shit happens here. It sucks. Yeah, but it, exactly. But like, it just reminds me of being a kid in Northern Ontario because that doesn't happen down here in Southern Ontario. And, and pond hockey and all that stuff. It, it's all very. It feels very like a Canadian. It movie. feels like a Canadian movie. Yeah. Very cool. That, that was my. Um. By the way, um, uh, Canadian bacon. Um. All right. Um. Sai, what's next on your list? Okay. Um, next on my list is going to be a funny one, because I actually have two different perspectives on it. Okay. Um, and that would be A Few Good Men, and in particular, the last scene where Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson are sparring in the courtroom. Good scene. I see, yes. One of the, my favorite scenes of any movie of all time. But for different reasons. Uh, for one, I'm a huge Jack Nicholson fan, and um, that's just epic, obviously, the way he delivers that scene. But if you break down, forget about actors and everything, and let's just talk about the substance of the scene. It makes you... Um, it, it's very thought-provoking, because the military... This is a funny thing. Most military people that I know actually will reference this movie as one of their favorite movies, and they'll reference Jack as he, you know, awesome, you know, awesome lines and everything else. Um, Jack is supposed to be the bad guy. <laughs> like, this is kind of overlooked, I guess, or not really important. I don't know. But he went too far and did something he's not supposed to do. Tom Cruise is trying to hold him accountable for that. He steps into a trap. He falls for, you know, this thing. And then Tom Cruise is trying to be the voice of uh, the guy who died because he was weak and couldn't stand up for himself. So as a patriotic movie, I see both sides to it because you you're you're patriotic because you see somebody like, Nathan Jessup, who's this badass fucking colonel who 
it, you know, he's trying to fucking do what he needs to do to get shit done to take care of America and keep everybody safe. And that and that makes you think like, fuck yeah, you know, good soldier. You know, that's what it means to be American to protect people. But he but he didn't protect everybody, and he in particular called for this code red against this kid, and the kid died, and somebody has to stand up for him. So then you see the other side to it, which is America is supposed to stand up for the little guy, stand up for the guy that can't take care of himself. So it's a patriotic movie from both sides of that. Um, and you have, like I said, a conflicted feeling about it. You're supposed to. That's the way the movie's written. You're supposed to have that conflict. Uh, but I thought bo- seeing both sides of that still was very patriotic for me. So That's a good pick. That actually came up on a lot of lists that I was looking up. For uh, for patriotic movies, so and it is a good scene. That's a damn good scene. Um, Jay, what's next on your list? Oh shit! The movie The Patriot. Oh Mel yeah, Mel Gibson. Patriotic movie, but okay. <laughs> hey, it's it's even in the title. Yeah, there you go. I can just say, Jay, look up patriotic movies. Number one, Patriot. <laughs> or no, Patriot, I, Patriot Games. How about Patriot Games? Anyway. I don't really like the Patriot Games. I did like Ooh. the movie The Patriot, though. You didn't like Patriot Games? Not really, no. What? But it had Harrison Ford in it. Uh, who gives a shit? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Sean, going, Bean. Sean Bean was in it, too. Did he die? Yeah. I was just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's Sean Bean. It's in his contract. He has to die. Yeah, he, he has died. to. Except for uh, that movie that he was just in that was terrible. And I, I, I saw a, I want to say it was the uh, Honest Trailer about it, and they said, but seriously, even though he didn't die, look at his eyes. He was dead anyway. He was not very good in this movie. He's like, he's dead-eyed anyway. There's a couple low-budget movies that I've seen him in, and yeah, he didn't die. He it, doesn't. It, it just didn't seem right. He doesn't die in Ronin, but he might as well have been killed. I mean, the, you can't imagine him living a whole lot longer after they get rid of him. Okay. Never mind. Sorry, Jay, we kind of took your spot there. The Patriot. Uh, the Patriot, Mel, yes. Mel Gibson. Tell us again about how uh, patriotic Mel Gibson is. Uh, is this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's what was it? He, he called that woman on the phone. He's had all his voice, voice mouths he left for her. He called her. He had some hilarious uh, uh, things. A fine American? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even the you should patriotic. look up, look up those voicemails. They're hilarious. A patriotic movie starring an Australian. It's okay. Two Australians. Yeah. Well, All right, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Might was, drop that one. The important the important thing is it was called the Patriots. It, is it, yes. And that was my sole reason of picking it. And that was okay, a good well, there you go. And it, it was a good movie. But it's name, been so long the, since I've seen it. The, the name made it, you know, easy. <laughs> it was very of its time. It was very, you know, uh, very action-oriented and, 
It was like, how can we ramp up the patriotism? Oh, let's let's actually set pretty much a modern day action movie back then. That'll work. All right, let's go. Um, but yeah, so um, my next one on my list was um, the American President. Oh, uh, very nice. With Michael Douglas uh, and Annette Bening. Um, I love that movie. It has a lot of good speeches and stuff in it. I mean, it's a comedy drama, um, but specifically, you know, he's trying to run a, in particular, it's that scene where, you know, he's he's been trying to run a clean race the entire time. The other guy just constantly just keeps beating him down about, you know, he's, you know, he's dating this woman and blah, 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 and, you know, basically attacking everything about him, and he finally gets fed up, and he, you know, it's like, you know, his speech, he's just ramping up, and the last line of that speech is, you know, uh, I am the American president, not not I'm hoping to be your next president, it's I am the American president, it's like, mic drop, walk off, I was like, fuck yeah, that is an awesome scene, um, but yeah, he was a good president in that one, I liked, I liked that movie, it was a good, that was Never a good movie, that. I really enjoyed it, it's, like I said, it's a, it's a, uh, it's directed by Rob Reiner. It was, I mean, wow! I didn't realize Aaron Sorkin wrote that. You know, I'm not normally a huge fan of his writing. That's okay. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw one in real quick here since we're talking president movies. Okay, Dave. Yes, I love Dave. Love that movie. So never fun. watched that either. <laughs> it's a good. Movie. A good it, it's a funny movie. It's it's like it, it's actually kind of like heartwarming. <laughs> no, it very much so is because he's just like he's just this average schmo that's like I don't understand what what do you mean we can't do this? That's I bullshit. That, I love when he, he he's playing with that robot and he's like I caught a fish this big. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that was a good movie. I wouldn't mind going back and watching that one again. So, all right, Ray, do you have anything else on your list? So uh, I just you know I'm probably gonna get killed for this one. Uh, I was trying to think of something American that uh, that I feel is is very patriotic, and uh, you know the the show, the newsroom. Um, the newsroom. You want them li- liberals? <laughs> so the, the the good the the quote that I I really enjoyed was uh, Jeff Daniels going on about uh, how America isn't great right now and how it could be, and it. When he talks about all the great things that they've done, it's like hell yeah, like they, you know, there were no boundaries before, and and that was kind of a cool scene that they, you know, he goes on about how, how wicked the, the states were when they when they pushed the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Did Aaron Sorkin also write that? Yep. Yeah. I've heard lots of good and bad about it. I've heard a lot of people said just when they're cup of tea, but I've heard you know it was very well. It was kind of heavy-handed, but it was it was definitely well, you know, I acted and directed and everything. So. I loved that show. It was great. Did? Okay. Yeah. It's not yeah. as entertaining as like uh, House of Cards, but it's uh, it's good. And it, you know, it was more it was more preachy. You know. Okay. More preachy. Uh, Chris, I know you said you were you were out, right? Yeah, I'm done. All right. <laughs> um. Uh, Sai, anyway, anything else on your list you got to throw in? I can go through a bunch of war movies. Sure, go ahead. All right, uh, Glory. Yep. Uh, again, another speech. Morgan Freeman uh, talks to everybody about what it means to be a man, and you know, uh, then there's a scene where Matthew Broderick steps up to the plate and says they'll be the first to go in, and he's the first one up the hill, and he gets shot. 
just uh, made you feel like, you know, that movie had like uh, so much in it. You know, um, race has been a problem in America for since the beginning. And uh, we uh, have been at each other's throats about it since the beginning. And anytime you see something where, uh, you know, uh, you, you see people coming together of, you know, finding a way to make things work together, sacrifice together, become more of the same type of human being, that's a good thing, you know? And uh, that movie being set, you know, where it was in history, obviously, there's a huge, you know, uh, people talk about the term white guilt in America. And the whole reason for it is because of slavery, right? So at least, you know, the term is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, to, you know, a movie like Glory, um, it's very patriotic because it makes you think about, like, even despite, even with everything that was that was done, that people could come together, regardless of how. I mean, they could still find a way to be um, brothers. They could still find a way to be, you know, to overcome history, to overcome the wrongs that have been done, and figure out how to be brothers. And that was it. Was a hopeful movie, I think, and. Uh, despite it being, you know, very sad. Uh, right. Yeah. So I think that was a good, a good. That was a very patriotic movie for me because it made me think about what was possible. You know. Good so, pull. So, yeah. Good pull. Uh, Jay, anything else you wanted to throw on? No. Okay. Um, the only two other things I, I had to pull up. Uh, the one scene from Air Force One. Uh. You know, when he tells him to get off my plane, that was fucking <laughs> badass. Um, and then the other one that I had to add on there was, uh, it's a movie I've only seen once. It's been a long time since I've seen it. And I think I, I think the only reason I watched it was because I took a film class in college. Um, and that is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Um, uh, oh, I, me, I, got, I got one I just thought of. Jimmy Stewart's whole, you know, rambling, you know, filibuster yeah. was just very... You know, when you, I think a lot of people, when they see that, it makes them think, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying about what's possible in politics, like that's how politics, politics is supposed to be. Um, and of course, you know, it's, it's, it's a shadow of that in, in reality, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, the, the line that they specifically had up on this list here is, you know, liberty is too precious a thing to be buried in books. And I mean, that's that's a great line and like that whole that whole scene of him, you know, building up and getting there and then basically him being ripped apart by the system was, you know, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um but yeah, so I definitely wanted to mention uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. I have a feeling that has got that has started a lot of young people's path to uh politics in the hopes that they can they can make things better, which you know, we we need more people like that. So All right, so you said you had something else you wanted to throw on? Yeah, I think it's probably the silliest, but uh, most uh, flamboyantly patriotic movie I could think of. Okay. And it's so strange. Do y'all know who James Cagney is? I know of him. Now, he was a big movie star, like, in the old Hollywood days. Yeah. 
30s, 40s, 50s Hollywood. Um, and he <laughs> he was actually he was famous for being a gangster, a thug, a, a guy who didn't take no shit off anybody. You know, he he was a he was the tough guy. He was the he was the original tough guy. He was the guy that Clint Eastwood based his persona on. James Cagney, you know, he's the guy that everybody quotes with those, you know, top of the world, ma, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you killed my brother, you dirty rat. James Cagney. Uh, well, James Cagney was accused of uh, possibly being associated with communists uh, right before we got into World War II. And, of course, he was not, but he took that very seriously. To the point to where he made a movie called Yankee Doodle Dandy <laughs> immediately afterwards. He actually, as soon as he got done with the hearings uh, that he had to go to for Congress, he went and found his agent and said, we're going to make the most patriotic movie ever made. And so he made a, a, a musical where he sings and dances called Yankee Doodle Dandy. And it's the, you've heard the song probably a thousand times in your life. Oh, yeah. You know. And it's him singing and dancing on the stage, running back and forth. You know, he's a Yankee Little Dandy. You know, he goes up and down the steps of Congress. Uh, just a very kind of silly, fun, super patriotic in that. Not in the patriotic in the sense of like um, uh, cerebral patriotic. More like patriotic in the sense of like, yay, America. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah. Yankee Doodle Dandy with uh, James Cagney. Yeah, it was he. He won best leading role. It won best sound and won best music, and it was nominated for best picture, best actor and supporting role, best director, best writing, best film editing. So, yeah, it definitely was not a uh, just kind of a little project that you know didn't go unnoticed. <laughs> yeah. Because so, right. I pulled it up on IMDb, it was like, oh, it won three awards. I'm like, okay, what else? I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> yeah, and it was his only Oscar that he ever won. Was for wow, that's movie. crazy. Yeah, it might have been a little political that year. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> what are you saying? You're not voting for this one? Are you a communist? No, no, I'm, I'm voting for it. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm definitely voting for it. All of us support that movie. What are you talking about? Very cool. Well, I hope you enjoyed our discussion of uh, of uh, patriotic movies and such. Like I said, by the time the show will come out, um, Canada Day and and uh, um, Independence Day here in the states will have already been over. But you know, it, it'll only be a, a day or so afterwards. So hopefully, you know, you can enjoy the show and still uh, still raise a uh, raise a flag up, as it were. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans. Would anyone like to go first? I can go. I, All right, Cyrus, what you got? Um, I recently upgraded uh, some stuff on my computer. I bought a uh, a new keyboard and mouse. Okay, yeah. You posted a video, and I have not watched it yet, but you said something or another about this is the first time you've ever upgraded a mouse and keyboard? Yep. What? <laughs> how, have you, how have you been a, computer, a PC gamer and never upgraded your shit, dude? I, I have never claimed to be a, a hardcore PC gamer. No, you're right. You've never claimed to be a hardcore PC gamer, but... Damn. Right. So I've used the same keyboard since 2002. Wow. Uh, it still works fine. I wrote two books with that damn keyboard. I love I love that keyboard. Okay. It's my backup. Um, 
But yeah, I figured, you know what? It's time to go ahead and, and buy new stuff. So I bought um, a Razer Black Widow and a, a Razer uh, Black Adder. And they have backlights and they're fancy and uh, they're really nice. A mechanical keyboard, which actually it's funny because my old keyboard was also mechanical. It was that old. Yeah, a uh, lot of people prefer the mechanical over the. Oh, the, the, the pop is just you got to have the pop. That's a big part of the reason I've never upgraded because I've used other keyboards, but they didn't feel right. Right. You know, and if you're going to be typing a book or doing a whole lot of typing, you need it to feel right. I no, I understand that. I understand that. But I'll tell you what, this fucking mouse is awesome. Uh, I've never had a mouse this good. I mean, it feels great. It's solid. It's the right size. Uh, all the buttons are... I mean, it's got a really good texture and really nice mouse. So, what was the name of the mouse? The Black Widow's the, the keyboard. What's the mouse? The Death Adder Chroma is what it's actually called. Death Adder Chroma. It's a Black Widow... Uh, keyboard is Black Widow Chroma, and the mouse is the Death Adder Chroma. And I think you can get the mouse for about sixty bucks. I'm looking at it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah, won a bunch of awards. I'm very happy with them. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I'm gonna get and jump in here with my uh, my pick for the week. Uh, I actually changed it up. Um, Christy and I the other night, what? Or yeah, on our anniversary. Um, unfortunately, Alex is. Still running a high temperature on and off. He's feeling better, but he's still running a high temperature. He's he's got a he's got a virus he's, that he's basically fighting off. So we didn't really get to do much that day. So we ended up just basically staying home and had a couple beers and ended up just watching a movie. And the movie we ended up watching was uh, called uh, Daddy's Home. And uh, you know, as a comedy, it was it was pretty funny. We enjoyed it. There was you know some good laughs. It's um um, um oh geez, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Anyway, um. It was a pretty funny movie, but that's not actually my pick for the week. It wasn't going to be my pick. That's not my pick for the week. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to show my boys Star Wars, and I took my brother's advice, and he's like, try to make the room as dark as possible and, like, pop popcorn so they got something to munch on and, you know, try to make it as as much to the movie theater experience as you can, uh, and, you know, and see how that goes. So I'm like, okay, I'll try that. So, like, Lainey was over here that night, and... Um, like I freaking took the styrofoam that I'm using to build the proton pack. I like put it over the windows to you know cut down on the cut down on the light and pop popcorn and everything else. And we got maybe ooh, maybe 20 or 30 minutes in and started kind of losing Alex's interest. And then by about the 40 minute mark, they were they were done. Um, they're I mean they're both four, but they're just not that into anything live action. And I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, you know, I said I. I I'm still kind of, you know, was really hoping that that was going to work. I'm like, you know, my, honestly, my biggest fear is that someone's going to break to them that, uh, you know, the the whole Vader reveal, and, you know, that's something that I've I, I've always wanted to be there for. Like ever since I, you know, when we first announced that we were having kids, I'm like, I cannot wait to show them Empire Strikes Back to see, you know, how they, you know, react to the Vader reveal, and um, so I've been kind of pushing to make sure I get them to watch the movies. Anyway, I got to thinking about it and I was like, you know what? When I'm a, when you were a four-year-old, you didn't really care about the the talking parts in Star Wars. The, the the things that interest you in Star Wars were spaceships and lightsabers and blasters. And I thought, you know what? 
it, they don't have to get all the subtlety. They're going to watch these movies multiple times, and they'll they'll pick up more and more on it as they get older. So I thought, let's just try this. So I sat down with him. I'm like, all right, hey, do y'all want to try to watch Star Wars again? And they were very excited to watch, try to watch it with me again. So I'm like, okay, that's at least a good sign that they're excited to try to watch it again. And I said, okay, this time we're gonna we're gonna skip the talking parts. So we literally like you know watched very little of you know where there was actually you know conversations going on, and it was mainly like the 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 opening scene, and then of course any time that there was a fight or the lightsabers or anything like that. And Alex had already by the end of the movie by the um, by the attack on the Death Star, Alex had already moved on to. to to getting a couple of Star Wars toys that they have and kind of playing with them, but he was still somewhat watching the movie, but Nick was hooked. Like, Nick was sitting in my lap, and that whole, I, you know, he's like, how much longer? Because, you know, they keep announcing how much longer until the Death Star's within fire range, and he's like, you know, there's only seven minutes. I'm like, no, they just said it's only three minutes. He's like, <gasps> like he was like, he was just, he was, he honestly did not know what was going to happen, and I just, awesome. I had a tear. I was so... Overjoyed being able to share that with them, so I can't wait to to watch Empire with them now. Because um, I'm like, you know, like I said, they're gonna watch these movies multiple times. They're going to, um, you know, they'll they'll pick on upon those all the subtleties and stuff. But yeah, so because um, I tried it out again today a little bit. Um, we were talking about Ghostbusters stuff, and I'm like, well, you know, I, I don't really want to show them too much of Ghostbusters. I'm afraid it might be too intense for him. Like, I'm trying to think what in the parts of the first movie. So I, like, showed him the very opening scene where the librarian gets the shit scared out of her. Uh, didn't actually show the ghost, but shows that. And then the when they're actually uh, at the um, Sedgwick and they're capturing Slimer, and they loved it. And I'm like, okay, I can start watching, I can start showing them some of these movies that I really enjoyed to get them into the properties just by cutting out all the other stuff that they're not really going to care about, and then as they get older and go back and watch them, they'll pick up on all that stuff. So... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to start watching some of these these movies with them that uh, I I've been waiting forever to show them. So, yeah, um, that was my pick. Was that was something I've been waiting for for a long time. And as a daddy, that was that was really close to my heart. So, so, um, Ray, what's your pick or pan for the week? Okay, well, before I do my pick, uh, I just wanted to say I I came up with two uh, movies that I thought if Americans celebrate their patriotism the way the Canadians did. What would okay. that be? So, if you look at Mars Attacks, okay, and, and you've got uh, Jack Nicholson saying, "Hey, you know what? You've still got two out of three heads of government working for you, and that ain't bad." You know, that, that's that's pretty good. That, that's very much how we would do that up here. I love that movie. And then, and then the other one would be uh, Stephen Colbert as the president for Monsters vs. Aliens, saying, "I am a brave president," as he's being ushered away, you know, and all protected and stuff. So, <laughs> very. I liked that movie. It definitely was not as great as I thought it was going to be, but I thought it was funny. No, it, it was pretty good. Though. Yeah. But anyway, uh, as for my pick, uh, I tonight will not be sleeping on the floor. Yay! <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we finally finished the uh, the bed today, the bed frame, and all that stuff. The mattress is on, and uh, rentals continue, but uh, at least the bedroom is now complete. Wow! Very cool. Ish, complete ish. It's about ninety percent. Eighty. Eighty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shit. What else do I have to do? 
Oh, uh, there's still lots He's of beer, but being, that's okay. You're just being generous with your... There you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy I'm not sleeping on the floor. Yeah. Hey, blue, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, what's your pick or paint for the week? Okay. Um, <coughs> I have a couple. Uh, my new bed, which Yay! Ray built, which is Yay. amazing. And we've, we've never slept on an actual bed. Our mattress has always been on the floor. For the whole 13 years we've been living together, we've never had a bed. It's, really? Yeah, it's always been a mattress on the floor. Yeah, we just never agree on it. So the mattress is always on the floor. Um, so my Just because I, I hate metal frames, I always stub my toes on the, yeah. the wheels and all that shit. Uh-huh. I hated every one that we ever looked at. So, Anyways, <laughs> that's a discussion. Uh, and then also, Ray's been home for a week, and he goes back to work on Monday, so that's been nice having him home. Yay. Oh, I thought you were about um, to say it'd be nice him going back to work. No, no, I like having Ray home. <laughs> um, and then last night we went out. It was Canada Day here uh, yesterday, so last night we went out. We went to a friend's birthday party. Um, we played some yard games. That yeah. was fun. And then we went out to see a buddy play in a band that he's in at a, at well, a he, bar. Yeah, he's a singer he's, and, and a guitar player. And guitar player. And was, yeah, and they were really amazing. good. Yeah, they were really good. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. yeah, let me ask real quick, because I'm sure, I, I, like, in the States here, and I guess I should have brought that up at the beginning of the show. Sorry, Jade, I don't mean to push off your pick or pan for the week, but um, I guess I should have brought that up at the beginning of the show. In the U.S., traditionally, people, like, when they celebrate Independence Day, it's like, Usually cooking out burgers and dogs or barbecue or something like that, and then you know just kind of hanging around the grill, maybe having friends and family over, and then at night um, either watching fireworks or something like that, and then or you know sometimes popping them off ourselves or whatever. And that's that's traditionally how we we usually celebrate uh, Independence Day here in the states. What is the traditional thing you do in Canada for Canada Day? Same thing. Same thing, just maple leaves everywhere. Maple leaves and. Um, Lots of syrups. Lots, yep. They have a big uh, fireworks display on Parliament Hill in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. And they have Canada Day festivities there in Ottawa. Um, And, yeah, it's basically the same thing. The town, each town sort of puts on their own fireworks display. Last night, um, a couple of towns got canceled because it was really windy here. Oh, okay. They couldn't put them on. Um, But, yeah, each town puts on their own fireworks display, and people gather in either wherever it is, and... At where we are, it's the beach. And and that's the other thing is, is this is typically the first weekend that everybody really goes up to the cottage country. Yeah, because school's you know, done. Yeah, and, so. yeah, because school just got let out. We here we don't get the kids don't get done school till the end of June. So this is like the first official weekend of summer. Oh wow, cool. Yeah, so people are opening up their cottages and and people are now getting into vacation mode and summer mode and so yeah. I'm amazed that they let you have fireworks up there because if you start a wildfire, that's like three quarters of the country. <laughs> yeah, Fort, 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 oh, Fort, Fort McMurray. McMurray. Wow. Yeah. That was something else. That was not the causes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there would be a fire. If there's a fire ban on, they won't have the Yeah, no, no. They so. wouldn't have a fireworks display on if there was fire ban. Hope not, because then we'd have to come bail your asses Oh, oh really? Let's move on, Jay. What is your pick or pan for the week, Jay? Oh, I was going a little bit of old, a little bit of new. Um, oh, and my dogs are going fucking ape shit right now. Because they're retarded. Okay. 
And that was the last of that dog. I know. <laughs> and that was it. They're done. Remember, remember, remember that show where Jay killed his dog? <laughs> yeah, it just happened. No, but, uh, all right. Oh, it don't take long to kill one. But, uh, no, um, I sat down to watch Sin City the other night and just realized how much I really liked that movie. The first or second one? I have not seen the second one. Well, they just added the second one to Netflix. Okay. I haven't seen the second one either. Mm. Both are good. We knew Eugene hadn't seen it, though. I knew you were going to see it. If it's a movie, Eugene hasn't watched it. Oh, fuck it. Anyway. But, um, no, so both of those, you know, I'll give a pick to. And also, um, and it goes along with Canadians, somewhat. But I okay. sit down and watch The Great Outdoors. Oh, oh God, <laughs> that movie is so good. That and uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. yeah. Another good one. I just love John Candy movies. <laughs> how, did they, how did they do that scene where they shot the, the bear in the ass? How did they... How <laughs> very... <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> so funny. That's always the correct answer. Very carefully. Very carefully. Yep. Uh, I love that. That big, big, big bear. Big bear chase me. <laughs> <laughs> that and the old '96er. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, poor dude. I love so it. much of that movie. '66. <laughs> I just love in uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Whenever Steve Martin used to pick up his rental car and they there. And he's going off on that lady at the cash register, or mm-hmm. that uh, not the cash register, but where he goes to get his car. Mm-hmm. Such a good movie. I haven't seen yeah. that in a while. I need to, I need to go back and watch those again. Are those on Netflix? I believe so, actually. Okay. Why do you have Netflix? You never watch anything, Eugene. <laughs> Uh, my children are constantly watching Netflix. Like it doesn't like even if I like stop watching television completely, there's no way I can give up Netflix. Because, well, between Christy and the boys, they could double the price of Netflix, and I'd pay it with no. Okay, uh, I, I, I'd have to pay it because that's pretty much what is watched here is Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. So not that I'm complaining because Netflix is awesome, but anyway. So do you even uh, uh, realize what room that you have a TV in anymore? <laughs> All right. How does this oh. remote work? I got old. If you would, please go to iTunes or Stitch or wherever you go to uh, uh, watch or listen to the show. We're also on YouTube, by the way. Uh, give us a five-star review. Um, there's also a place for there to uh, there for you to write us a review. Um, if you would, uh, in that in that area, just uh, tell us some of the most patriotic things that you enjoy watching. Uh, your favorite patriotic scene, whether it be from a movie or a TV show or something. Um, and definitely give us a five-star review because it helps us get discovered by other people. You have to have a certain uh, level before they start recommending the show to other people. So uh, de- that would definitely be very helpful. Still waiting for us to show up on Google Play. I don't know what the deal is with their system, but whatever. Um, and then, of course, you can check out the site at epicallygeeky.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram. Um, on July 15th, just... Under two weeks from now, you'll be able to find Laney and I at the Synergy Cinema in Coppers Cove, Texas. We'll be uh, dressed up as Ghostbusters for the um, premiere of the new Ghostbusters movie. Um, on July 30th through 31st, we'll be at Classic Game Fest with Cyrus in Austin, Texas. Uh, we'll have a booth set up there. Uh, so definitely, if you're in the Austin area, come by and check it out. That that looks to be a really fun 
uh, fest. Like, I've never been to a video game-centric fest, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun. They're constantly posting stuff about it. And then August 12th through the 14th, we'll be at Geek Fest in Kling, Texas. Uh, once again, me, uh, Lainey, and Cyrus. And uh, we'll once again have a booth set up, and uh, definitely come by and say hi. That should be lots of fun stuff going on there. Where can we find you on the Internet, Cyrus Martin? Well, go to YouTube and look for Cyrus Martin or VideoGameVirus.com, uh, uh, VideoGameVirus on YouTube. Pretty much YouTube is where I do everything now. Yeah. Um, actually thinking about just not having a website, just pretty much being YouTube. Honestly, um, I mean, if you're just spending the money just to keep the site up, I, I would. It's yeah. There are tons of people who, like, that's... Their entire profile is just, you know, and then of course they use Facebook or Twitter to, to funnel people to YouTube, so. Yeah, uh, we do fun stuff. I do video game reviews. Mainly I don't do reviews. I hate actually doing real reviews. I do fake reviews. I do a little bit of playing, a little bit of talking. I do a couple of shows. There's a, a every show, every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Time. We do a live broadcast uh, called Game Rambling with me and Picky Old Gamer where we ramble about video games and uh, talk about various things. And um, then I uh, also have another uh, live show that I do sporadically. I just started doing called uh, Drunkness, uh, which is about drunk. <laughs> me, me playing NES games drunk and just uh, doing whatever. And I may be doing another show, too, with uh, Leo Diaz. He talked to me about it a little bit, so... Wow, really? Yeah. Stay tuned for more possible details. Very cool. Uh, Chris, where can we find you online? On Instagram at Lake Life Mama, and I might eventually post something on my blog. Uh, it's theimpostorsyndrome.wordpress.com. <laughs> Ray, where can we find you online? Uh, I haven't made any posts recently, but uh, on Instagram, Lake Life Artist. Uh, now that uh, the room is almost complete. There'll be more pictures uh, being put up too. Very cool, Jay. Where can we find you online? Let's see if he can remember his new Twitter handle. He's not. He's still muted. He changed after the conversation after last week. He actually changed his Twitter handle to uh, epically Jay Red on Twitter. So that's where you can find him now. Yeah, you can find me there. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, which is one Jay Red, I believe. Yep. Uh, Take a look. He's in a book. <laughs> What's that from? Reading J Lo. Reading J Lo. Is that what you said? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a different show. Uh, and then, of course, if you want to follow my wacky adventures, you can find me at Optimus Chain on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For everyone on the show, have a good night. <laughs>